Peace and blessings, family. It is the Ratchet Righteous Goddess herself, them chakras. Make sure you follow the podcast anywhere you can find a podcast at D-E-M-C-H-A-K-R-A-S. Make sure you follow me over there on Instagram. Pray Motivational Minutes at D-E-M-C-H-A-K-R-A-S. And make sure you follow me over there on Twitter and on TikTok where you're receiving way more ratchet than you ever were righteous at D-E-M. C-H-A-K-R-A-S. Hey, y'all. Hey, if nobody has told you today, please let me be the first to say that I like you and I love you. And family, 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 I have been going through a lot. I have been experiencing a lot. And I just kind of want to come talk to y'all for a little bit, come rap with y'all. And hopefully you enjoy this episode, family. The door closed on generation one of my family. And I know that if you've been listening for a while, you guys have um, tapped in to the Jared Gerald in your episode where I talked about three affluential men in my life um and since then I've also lost like my great-grandfather Walter um I lost my great-great-uncle my uncle Maurice I lost I I have experienced grief right and I'm grieving now because my great-great-aunts passed away and I don't think that everybody gets to experience the great greats of their family often mainly just because they either live like in the deep deep south and you just don't see them as often or they have already passed on and at almost 30 years old I have just been blessed enough to experience the beauty of having great great aunts and uncles still alive and still very much a part of my life um so losing family members and this whole grieving process is it's an experience it's a very difficult experience to go through but it's one that you know when you love people and when they transition is something that you have to experience I'm not sure if you guys can hear the wind and whatnot blowing in the background but I've just been doing things to grant me peace as of lately um my great great aunt Margaret and my great great aunt Jessie were two of the most beautiful women you will ever see in your life and I'm not just talking about physically I'm talking about spiritually these women were so beautiful and these women were so empowered and I was sitting at the table last night when my great great aunt um, passed away so a little bit of backstory let me backtrack a little bit for how my family works we are not afraid of the dead so when somebody transitions and they transition at home usually my family goes to home hospice they transition at home um you have to, you know, kind of like be around the body until the coroner, till whoever comes to get the body, you know, the funeral home, the undertaker, whomever. During that time is a time of the person. So in our family, the person who was the parent or the the person who passed, right, their child, um, if they did not have like at home care, like a nurse or whatever the case may be, even if they did. Um, We take time to like wash, you know, cleanse that person and prepare them for the undertaker to take them. We don't just let them, you know, take them as is. You call hospice care. Um, And then usually the hospice care person stays with us as we go through our celebration of life. So hymnals are sung, a prayer is always prayed by some, um, some person in our family who is either a pastor, theologian, um, you know, a deacon, whatever the case may be, the person of the highest rank of the church, because my family is very religious. Um, and it's a, it's a tradition that I don't mind 
practicing or being a part of because it doesn't do any harm to me. It actually brings me great peace and knowing that this is something that is done. Um, they pray and then we, like I said, sing hymnals and then we just spend time together. We don't usually eat, right? We might have something sweet. Like my cousin last night, she um, has a business, Cakes by Pie. When she comes back from, you know, her grieving process, she will be making cakes, cinnamon buns, whatever the case may be. Please make sure that you support her business. Um, and my cousin Rhonda, the credit queen, Miss Brunson, um, if you guys need your... I, you know, shameless plugs, um, when they're done the grieving process, because this was somebody who was so close to them, please make sure that you check out their services, their businesses, tap in with them, um, and then just patronize them because they are such amazing women. But back to what happens, um, you know, we spend time together and then we usually, you know, go our separate ways. And then we do what's called a family plan where we then just, whatever our responsibility is. Is it your responsibility to go to the funeral home? Is it your responsibility to, you know, check on the people that go to the funeral home, sit at the house, house sit, dog sit? Um, are you in charge of cooking dinner? Are you in charge, like whatever the case may be, like that's what my family does, it's a little background. Um, so last night we were at the house, we were going through our celebration of life and even on my way to the house, right? Again, backtracking. Um, I went to my wax appointment yesterday. I have an episode called Brazilians are spiritual. Please make sure that you go check that out. Um, I w- went to my wax appointment. Now I've been waking up at five fifty-five every day for the past, like two weeks. It's just like my alarm will go off at like five 30. I will fall back to sleep. And at five fifty-five each time I'm waking up and the clock says five 55. I'm catching five 55. Like often y'all, do y'all know that I got the message last night that my aunt Jessie had transitioned at five 55. So now my aunt's talking about, well, you need to go play that on a lottery. Best bet. I will. Um, I'll keep y'all posted on what happens, <laughs> but, um, yeah, we were sitting around the table. I say all that to say, let's get to the point. I say all that to say this. We were sitting at the table and my cousin Rhonda, who is my great, great aunt Jessie's granddaughter, her only granddaughter says, little black girls need to be empowered in the way that I was empowered growing up. And it made me think about how, like last night we were at the house, the only male that was there, well, the two males that were there were our cousin Ray and my uncle Charles, which is my great, great aunt Jesse's son. Everybody else was a woman. Anytime anything happened, all of the women of our family get together and the two women, right? After, after everything that has happened, let's say from like 2019 until now, we always look for my aunt Jesse and my aunt Margaret, right? Generation one on Jesse, Aunt Margaret, because they are who is going to pull rank. They are responsible. They are empowered women. They know what to do. When you what you tell us to do, we gonna do, right? Because there's never been any hurt or harm that came our way with them in charge. Right? When it comes to the women in my family, let me tell you something. It may be the delivery that's a little rough, but it's always real. And on my way to the house last night, after all of these things that happened, I'm thinking to myself about how empowered I've been, right? And then Rhonda makes a statement while we're sitting at the table about empowerment and being empowered. And I pulled out the microphone and I want to, you know, I wanted to have this conversation, even though it's kind of all over the place, just about being empowered and how over time, right, growing up, I've just been consistently empowered by the women in my life, even the men in my life, but specifically the women in my life. And I've seen these women experience things and I've seen these women go through things, whether it be physical ailments, whether it be, you know, mental situations, whether it be getting uh, cancer diagnosis, whether it be, you know, a multiple sclerosis diagnosis, whatever the case may be, and still being empowered, right? 
even in feeling defeated, still being empowered. And I just, I stopped for a second within myself was so deep in thought. And I woke up this morning so full of gratitude as I lit my altar because of how thankful I am to have experienced and how I get to experience being empowered and how every woman does not know that. Right. So I feel like a part of my purpose is to continue to just be the messenger of the things that have been consistently and constantly instilled in me about being an empowered woman. And I'm just thankful for my great, great aunt Margaret. I'm thankful for my great, great aunt Jesse. I'm thankful for my great, great aunt Mary. She passed away in like 2016. Very thankful for these women because I know what it's like to be empowered. I'm thankful for my great aunt Regina. I'm thankful for my grandmother, Nancy. I'm thankful for my great aunt Justine because they are the ones who keep me empowered. My godmother, Jennifer, empowered. My godmother, Nikki, empowered. My mother, empowered. Like, we not perfect by a long shot. Very, very, we get very much dysfunctional, okay? (laughs) But empowered. You can't tell us nothing. You can't tell us a damn thing. Because the first thing, we not gonna listen. If it's anything other than what I want to hear, I don't want to hear it. And the thing about wanting to hear things in this family is that it's often what you need to hear. Now, we be tussling about the delivery often, but the message in itself is still that of being empowered. And I am just so full of thanks. I woke up this morning so full of thanks and so full of gratitude. And I just had to sit down and record this message and share. I don't know if you've ever been the little black girl or the little girl of color or just a little girl in general where somebody has introduced you to a room. Introducing and you ain't doing nothing but wearing your Sunday best. You ain't doing nothing but wearing your PJs and your house slippers with your hair all over your head. And they still make you feel like a princess. I don't know if you know that. But I want you to know, right, that you can have that. Even if you have to do it for yourself, I want you to be empowered. On top of being motivated and being inspired and being encouraged, I want you to be empowered. Because there's something about knowing your place that makes being everything else so much easier. Do I go through shit? Very much so. But knowing that I am destined to be nothing less than great allows me that even in making my mistakes to be empowered in the temporary emotion that feels like defeat. I'm okay with being defeated for the moment. It wasn't for me anymore. It wasn't for me to begin with. Whether it be that I got greedy, whether it was in my ignorance, no matter what it was, right? When I fuck up, when I make a mistake, I can go to the women of my family. I can close my eyes and feel the energy of my ancestors saying like, baby, listen, it might feel like a fuck up right now, but it's going to feel like fate in the end. It's okay. It is so okay. And I just had to share this thanks and gratitude this rising because not everybody knows that. And it's not fair to assume that everybody has been empowered, that everybody is empowered. Sometimes I do look at people around me and I'm like, why is she not stronger? What's wrong with her? Why she don't know that she great? What the fuck? I text my homegirls often just to let them know like you beautiful, you love somebody. Somebody sees you that I'm proud of you. When they have accomplishments, we go out and we celebrate. We send flowers to the house. You know, like... 
you you have to be empowered within yourself but outside of yourself also to be supported by empowered women find somebody who is walking in a light that you can admire right without being envious and just ask her like can I just feel the warmth of your light can I just feel the warmth of your light right I need a little bit of warmth right now can I can I can I indulge in this with you without taking anything from you I don't need anything but to just see you being happy if you don't have that within you some soul searching needs to happen do some soul searching but above all right if you cannot be empowered by yourself right now find some people to be empowered by and get back to it tap into it if you've never tapped into it before but I say get back to it because it's always been in there you know so get back to it right get back to you be empowered in who you are and what you know and I love you right that's all I keep hearing this morning is I love you and it is well like I I feel a sense of I can do anything that I put my mind to because Mabel, because Margaret, because Jesse, because Mary told me I could. Because Sharon calls me and tells me I can. Because Rhonda tells me I can. Because Jennifer tells me I can. Because Nancy tells me I can. Because Justine tells me I can. And I'm telling you that you can. I'm warm enough. You can do whatever it is that you put your mind to. Be empowered above anything else. Please, please be empowered. Please, please be encouraged. Please, please find it within you, right? To get back to you and all that it is that you have in you to be the the, the most aligned you that you can be and in that alignment is empowerment I love you and if nobody has told you today please let me be the first to say that I like you and I love you and I will talk to y'all soon